are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Visit BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% on your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. Here today on Locked on Dolphins, it is Monday, April 26th. The NFL Draft is this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And we got plenty of dynamics pertaining to the 2021 NFL Draft that I'm looking forward to getting into, but not before we take a little stroll down memory lane because there was a left tackle that was traded over the course of the weekend. Orlando Brown Jr., formerly of the Baltimore Ravens, traded to the Kansas City Chiefs in a, a whopping pick swap. I think is probably the best way to describe it. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs over the weekend, this was reported on the 23rd on Friday, received offensive tackle Orlando Brown, a 2021 second-round pick, number 58 overall, and a future 2022 sixth-round pick. Baltimore received 2021 picks in the first, third, and fourth rounds and a 2022 fifth-round pick. You say all that to say this. Orlando Brown Jr., in the trade featuring... All of these picks was valued at approximately 336 points on the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart. How does that measure to what Chris Greer and the Miami Dolphins got for Laramie Tunsil way back in the day? If you add up the total value, of the assets Miami received for Laramie Tunsil, and you can include the fourth round pick, number 111 overall, the 2021 future sixth round pick that was exchanged, Kenny Stills. At the root of the deal, it was Tunsil, a four and a future six. Stills was a throw in for 2020 first, 2021 first and second. Johnson Batamosi and Julian Davenport, who were going to effectively treat as throw-ins all the same as Kenny Stills. Laramie Tunsil, on picks that ended up becoming 18, 3, and 36 overall in the NFL draft order, over two respective years. Tunsil himself was valued at over 3,500 points. 3,500 points! On the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart is what Laramie Tunsil ended up netting. And yes, that comes with a little bit of benefit of hindsight, right? Because you're taking picks that were future picks that were traded. You don't know what they were going to be. They end up being extremely high in the order. There's no wiggle room for that in this Orlando Brown Jr. deal. The only picks that were exchanged in the future was Kansas City got a future six and Baltimore got a future five. Orlando Browns Jr.'s value is Orlando Browns Jr.'s value, uh, and it's approximately mm, one-tenth of what the Dolphins got for Laramie Tunsil. So just a little something to make sure everybody's got some great context and good vibes and good juju rolling into Thursday. 
And the next thing I want to talk about on today's show, what I want to dedicate today's show to at its core, is exploring one of the hard lessons the Dolphins learned in 2020 and why their best strategy for 2021 may be utilizing that lesson, pulling that page out of that playbook, and using it on somebody else. What am I talking about? If you think back to, and this is not the easiest stroll down memory lane to take, if you think back to the 2020 NFL Draft, and Miami's on the clock, their third first-round pick at 26, and we're kind of watching the, watching the board fall the way it is, and Cesar Ruiz from Michigan gets drafted by the New Orleans Saints at number 24, and then Brandon Ayuk gets drafted by the San Francisco 49ers in a trade-up, and then the Dolphins trade down to 30. What we found out in the immediate aftermath of the NFL draft last year uh, is that the Dolphins appear to have gotten sniped twice on their the final two picks before they came on the clock. Uh, this from Nick Underhill. On a call with donors to the Louisiana Lafayette Athletic Foundation today, Jeff Ireland said the Saints had, quote, pretty strong intel that Miami and Kansas City would take Cesar Ruiz. They initially looked to trade back, but called it off once they learned about other interest. So Saints looking to trade back at 24. Oh, Cesar Ruiz is our target. Turns out we really can't move out of this spot and still get him, so we're going to take him here. Then San Francisco trades up to 25 just in front of the Dolphins. Matt Barrows. The 49ers said Brandon Ayuk became a hot name late in the draft process, and their intel told them there was no way he would last until 31, which is where they were originally picking before they traded up. The team they were most concerned about, the Dolphins, at pick 26. After San Francisco took Brandon Ayuk, Miami traded out of their spot at 26. So that's the lesson, right? And that's a hard lesson to learn, is Miami last year was quite intent on letting the board fall their way, seeing who was available. And we saw this happen at the running back position as well, but I think there's a, a separate conversation there to be had about uh, this team's value of the running back position. And I think this year's class will tell us quite a bit about what they really feel about the value of the running back position as it pertains to the NFL draft. But Miami uh, stayed true to the picks that they had, wanted to pick in volume, and while that is, generally speaking, a good thing, you can let some players slip through the cracks, which is what we saw happen with both Cesar Ruiz and Brandon Ayuk. For a team that needed quality play on the interior offensive line and is still looking for it, and for a team that needed help at wide receiver and yards after the catch, both of which Brandon Ayuk is very good at. Listen up, Dolphins fans. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans across America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 
231231. That's draft to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Football season may be over, but Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to get in on all of your favorite sports gambling, regardless of whether or not it's football season. The NBA, MLB, NHL, all in full swing right now. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real time updated odds and props on just about anything that you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news scores and odds and is the best way to place your bets. Plus, it's free to sign up. So head over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On's local experts and the Draft Network's national experts, including yours truly. You can view any number of different ways. The Draft Network social media, the Draft Network on YouTube, Brinks.tv, the Locked On NFL YouTube page, live three-day coverage of the 2021 NFL Draft from April 29th to May 1st. So why is this year different, right? And we've talked about the the identity of this team and drafting by volume and understanding uh, the lack of efficiency in the NFL draft process and and how there's so much variety and variability on outcomes. Why would Miami do it differently this year versus what they did last year? And I think it's important to note, before we get into the hypotheticals, Miami's roster is another year mature. It's another year removed from the rebuilding effort. There's been progress. There's young players that have been added to this roster. And the genuine question is this. How many rookies do you think the 2021 Miami Dolphins roster could properly accommodate? And if your answer is 10 plus, like it has been the last two years, I got to tell you, don't see it. Miami is probably at a spot with their roster that they'll have five, six, seven rookies make the roster. And right now they're scheduled for eight picks. So if you're being completely honest and transparent, every rookie you take from this point forward is not going to make the roster. Now you want the competition. But what if I told you there was a way for the Dolphins to have their cake and eat it too as it pertains to avoiding the trap that they fell into last year in waiting for the board to fall their way and seeing talents that they coveted greatly come off the board before they had a chance to make a pick. Here's the deal. The Dolphins own the number 36 pick in the NFL draft. And while in a perfect world, you could maybe trade back from 18 and get some more pick volume and not surrender anything, it may it takes two to tango, so you need to find somebody that's willing to trade up to the teens. Maybe you don't get there. When you're forced to make a value selection, and then you're looking at the other players available, and you again feel as though there's value here that's too good to pass up. We have to go get this guy. We understand not all the picks we're going to make are going to be on the roster, so let's just be aggressive and go get a guy. Right, That's the lesson that the Dolphins need to learn, and they need to snipe somebody else this year instead of being the one who gets sniped twice in two consecutive picks. How do we get there? From number 36, that pick, according to the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart, is valued at 540 points. I think there are a few opportunities 
that are really interesting to me. I look at the total NFL draft order. One team that makes sense, the Green Bay Packers at number 29. That pick at 29 is valued at 640 points, a difference of 100 points in the order. The value of 100 points on the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart is the number 100 pick in the NFL draft. Here's the challenge. The Dolphins don't have any picks at all between 81 and 156 as things currently stand. That is a uh, steep gap to be filled and not one that would make trading up and finding equal value potentially challenging. Until, what happens if you give 81 and you get more picks back? So hear me out. Dolphins make a pick at 6, or maybe they take trade back to 9 and get more future draft picks, or however they choose to do that. But let's assume they stay at 6 and make a pick. They can't find a dance partner. They make a pick at 18. They call up Green Bay. Their player's still there at 29 that they want, but they feel between the end of the first round and that gauntlet of the Jaguars and the Jets, we're not confident this guy's going to get back to us. What if you offered 36 and 81, a 2 and a 3, 540 plus 185 for a pick at 29 that's worth 640 points? And then you asked for more day three capital to come back with the first round pick. So you start doing the math. 540 and 185 is 725 points. That number 29 pick is 640 points. So now you're talking about a discrepancy of 85 points. What can you get for 85 points if you're trading with the Green Bay Packers? Well, I could tell you that 135, they've got 135 and 142 in the fourth round. 135 is 38 and a half points. And then 142 is another 35. You can get both of those back. And you're still 11 points in the red. So you could turn around and ask for 214. You could ask technically for 178 if you want to get greedy. But like that's good. that would be the balanced exchange of assets according to the Jimmy Johnson trade value chart. So we've talked about this gap and bridge for Miami. Now, it, it's still a challenge because if you were to do this, you wouldn't pick between 50 and 135. But that opens the door for you at 50. Oh, is there a team that, that's eager to make a splash? to go up and get a guy at the end of the top 50 who could potentially give you a two and a three, and that math works. Let's hypothetically use uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Because let's be honest, Tampa Bay, uh, they're another team that more so than any other team in the NFL right now, there's defending Super Bowl champions. They're not going to need all of their draft picks because not all of them are going to make the roster. If Miami then wanted to parlay 50 to 64, the number 50 pick is worth 400 points. 64 is worth 270. So that's a difference of 130 points. 
Tampa Bay owns the number 95 pick in the NFL draft. That's a value of 120 points. So Miami, hear me out, could trade 36 and 81 up into the first round and get 135, 142, and a five or a six back. It's even on the trade value chart. And then take 50 and slide back to 64 and get 64, 95. So now you would pick 6, 18, 29, 64, 95, 135, 142. You add in this 5 or 6 that you get back as well, plus you'd still have 150. Like, you can trade up and still end up with more assets at your disposal. You are just, at this case and rate, prioritizing I want the premier talents. I want to make sure I don't have one of, quote-unquote, my guys that slips through the cracks. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So on today's show, we're talking about crafting a winning trade strategy for the Dolphins. You want a winning dietary decision, you get yourself some Built Bar. High in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, high in fiber. 100% chocolate on all their bars. 18 delicious flavors to choose from. It's like eating a candy bar, not like eating a protein bar, but rest assured, it is indeed a protein bar, the world's most delicious one at that. You can visit BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% on your next order of Built Bar, so find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. Visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, save 15% on your next order, thank us later, let us know what flavors you get, Make sure you check it out. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockhampton, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. So I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of galaxy. I don't want to call it a galaxy brain, but like Chris Greer's a mover and a shaker as it pertains to assets in the NFL draft. And that's an exciting place to be. And, and, And you can't help but start asking yourself, some of these questions when there's so many options that Miami can take because of the amount of capital that they have collected. I enjoy it. I enjoy trying to get inside Chris's head, and and then that way when things actually transpire, we can kind of say, okay, this is the path he chose this time around. Is he going to do the same thing he did last time, which is strictly stay true to the value and, and stay true to my picks? Is he gonna? Does he feel as though his roster has matured to the point which we we are willing to give up a premium asset to go make sure you go get a premium prospect for your team? Speaking of premium prospects, one little nugget that came across the timeline last night that I think is worth your time. Dane Brugler, tremendous colleague in the NFL draft space. Uh, he's one of the best. Make no mistake about it. As somebody who works in the same space as Dane, you know, kind of watches the same players, 
I know his work ethic. I see him from afar. He's one of my absolute favorite people in this industry. And he's a super good dude. Highly recommend him if you do not follow DP Brugler on Twitter. He sent out a tweet last night. Be an interesting week, but I won't be surprised if this is how the top five picks play out Thursday night. Trevor Lawrence, one. Zach Wilson, two. Trey Lance, three to San Francisco. Kyle Pitts at four. Jamar Chase at five. Of course, Dolphins fans, being the uh, ever-persistent bunch that we are, Blue Dane up in his comments asking, what about the Dolphins in this scenario? Dane Brugler answered that question. If Pitts and Chase are off the board, I believe Miami goes waddle. I need to go find that old uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse word of the day siren that used to go off because that's where my mind went when I read the affirmation that Dane, who somebody I have a great deal of respect for and has a lot of great connections in this industry, is currently of the belief that if Pitts and Chase are gone, Jalen Waddle would be the pick for the Dolphins. We've talked it in depth. We have pounded the table for why this would be the move I would make if it were me. We may see it, and we'll know in just a few days on whether or not we're going to see it. So you're going to want to make sure you hit subscribe here on the podcast. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. We do not have power to the pod tomorrow. No, no, no. No, it's draft week. We are full to the brim. You guys are going to have your voices heard next week on Power to the Pod. But we got to go through and create the major, the, the giant big board for the Dolphins based on the big boards we've created over the past couple of weeks. We're going to go through a, a final seven-round Dolphins mock draft. Lots to look forward to. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Thanks, as always, for listening. I'm Kyle Krabs.